A common sense recap of the day's biggest stories. It's John Katz and Rita Cosby. Katz and Cosby on 77 WABC. A common sense recap of the day's biggest stories. It's John Katz and Rita Cosby. Katz and Cosby on 77 WABC. What is today's former speaker, Newt Gingrich? And who else to give us what the heck is going on in Washington other than him? Note, you're the most knowledgeable guy I know of how Washington works. Uh, And uh, nobody really knows what's going on. Give us your pulse of the situation. Do you think there'll be a deal soon or not? With the budget? Uh, You know, I, I did a lot of this negotiating when I was speaker. Uh, and before that, when I was the Republican whip. And uh, there's certain patterns. In fact, I, I have a new book coming out called March to the Majority, where we walk through the four years where we negotiated with Clinton. And I can tell you how this works. There's a team assigned by the president and a team assigned by Speaker McCarthy. And they're meeting all day, every day. They were meeting last night till after midnight. Uh, now, everybody else is waiting. So the speaker intelligently sent them home, uh, but told them in advance, we may call you back. And remember, uh, Speaker McCarthy had pledged that um, there would be 72 hours between the drafting of a bill and it getting voted on. Well, you take a bill that's complicated, write the bill, even when the agreement's done. So the members know they're probably not going to be voting before, Nick, I would say Wednesday or Thursday at the earliest. Um, at the same time, uh, Biden has gone back to Delaware to prove that he's not too worried. But the truth is that, that he and McCarthy have a pretty good agreement that they're not going to let the system default. Uh, the Treasury can actually uh, find ways to shift money around for a while after June 1st. So although they've claimed that's the deadline. There really are some extra days in there if they need them. Uh, my guess is that sometime in the next couple of days, you see uh, a agreement announced. And at that point, they've got to get the agreement written into legislative language. And uh, Biden's going to have to find some votes. I mean, the Senate, for example, you can't pass anything unless you have a substantial number of Democrats with the Republicans. In the House, uh, I'm not certain that McCarthy can get all to 18. You know, he only passed it by one vote going in. And there are a number of hardline conservatives who potentially left. They vote, they're implying they're not going to vote for it, which as a practical matter makes no sense because the truth is, you know, they're, 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 going to, they're not going to get everything. I think, I think Speaker McCarthy may get 80% or 85% of what he wants, which is a pretty huge victory. My prediction is that this will be the first debt ceiling in history where they actually cut spending. In the past, they've slowed down the rate of growth. I think this year on domestic discretionary, they're going to have a real spending cut, uh, which is a big breakthrough for fiscal conservatives. So there's a lot going on. Uh, I'm moderately optimistic that it will work out. The country clearly is on the side of Speaker McCarthy and the Republicans by about uh, 65 to uh, 25. The Biden position of passive, passive debt ceiling with no changes is about a 24 25% position, according to our project, America's uh, New Majority.com. 
uh, with the American Majority Project.com. We've had some people go to the Seattle the polling. So it's, it's, a, it's a big moment. I think it'll be a successful moment, but it's not done yet. Understood. So uh, I guess we'll uh, we'll wait and see what happens. And uh, I, you you think uh, you know? And I know none of us really know. Uh, are we going to do something about the border? Um, I don't think they will in this bill, or they won't do much in this bill. Uh, there is a possibility that they will be able to transfer a good number of the new IRS agents into Border Patrol. Uh, but I suspect that's going to be another fight on another day and maybe it tied into the appropriations process. Uh, this is, remember, this is the first of force. The second step will start uh, within a week of passing the uh, debt ceiling when the House Republicans announce a budget that will be balanced within 10 years, which will be a huge breakthrough in fiscal policy. The third step, of course, is already underway. And that's a wave of hearings and investigations that will target agencies that need to be zeroed out. And then the fourth step is going to be a big fight, I think, all fall over appropriations. And that's where we'll see a specific provision that says they have to control the border. It's almost certainly going to come up in the appropriations bills. And that's where that fight will happen. Understood. Uh, Memorial Day uh, weekend, this weekend coming. Uh, anything you want to tell the American people? How do you feel? Well, we feel pretty good about it. I think Calista and I both uh, feel like we have a got to be grateful for this Memorial Day. and uh, We really encourage every American to remember that despite whatever our problems are, um, this is an amazing country. We have amazing opportunities. There's a reason that we're the one country in the world it has to worry about people coming in. You know, we, we don't worry about people leaving America, but we attract people from everywhere on the planet. And that's because we have been blessed uh, with the freest uh, and most prosperous country in history. And I think there's a lot this Memorial Day, both to remember those who sacrificed for us to be free and those who worked so hard for us to be prosperous. Uh, and I'm, I'm personally uh, going to be with our, our, our daughter and our son-in-law and we're just looking forward to a real family Memorial Day weekend. Well, thank you so much. And you got a new book. Uh, it's yeah, March to the Majority, and it's available and, uh, in uh, uh, Amazon and Barnes and & Nobles, I'm sure. Right. What else and, you want to tell us about the book? Well, well, it really is the 16-year effort to create a majority in the four years of negotiating with Bill Clinton to get conservative reform signed. And I'm really excited because anybody listening to us can go to Amazon, put in March to the Majority, and there'll be a, a thing that says, uh, look inside. And if you do, you get a free chapter of the book. So you have a real chance, you have a chance for free to see what the book's all about. And I think uh, when people see it's a, it's not just a history book. It's kind of a cookbook of how you do things like negotiate over the debt ceiling or get tax cuts or get welfare reform. And it has a lot of very specific ideas of the things that actually work. So I think March the Majority may be the most important book I've written and certainly will give people a sense of hope that we can, in fact, solve our problems. Well, Newt Gingrich, former speaker, thank you so much. Have a great weekend, and God bless America. Great, great talking to you.